Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lilia Gustin, empowerment coach, light worker, womb wisdom guide, and artist. And this podcast is all things empowered lifestyle and self discovery. You'll hear from both me and amazing guests who are shining their light into the world through their unique magic, stories, wisdom, and methods to guide you deeper into your unique and fullest expression. We are empowering true autonomy and inspiring along the way. If you love what you hear, please reach out to me or leave a review. I'm so excited for you to come join us in this corner of the universe. This is the Empowering the Light podcast. Welcome back to the Empowering the Light podcast, guys. This episode, we were just talking, Charlotte and I, Charlotte is our epic guest today, about how in love we are with cyclical living and how passionate we are about this topic. So today's episode is going to be super juicy, and I'm so excited to introduce our guest, Charlotte. Charlotte, thank you so much for being here today. No, thanks for having me on. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about Charlotte before we dive in, and then she'll take over and dive into her story of how she got to the place she is today. So Charlotte is the creator of Moon Cycle Tea. Moon Cycle Tea is a set of lovingly created herbal tea blends with the intention of connecting you to your natural cycle and supporting both mind and body through each phase. Each blend has been carefully curated to aid the unique ebbs and flows of each phase, enabling you to feel in tune with your body's natural rhythms. As soon as I read that bio, as soon as I met Charlotte to begin with and read that bio, I was like, yes, we need to have this conversation here on the podcast because teas can be so beneficial for our health, for cyclical living, for helping us connect deeper to our body. And I cannot wait for Charlotte to dive into all of this as we go. So Charlotte, thank you so much for being here. Would you like to dive into what inspired you to start Moon Cycle Tea, what your journey was through cyclical living? Yeah, definitely. So, um, I mean, it's all been quite a long journey for a few years now. So as it all kind of started as a teenager, um, I suffered from really bad hormonal cystic acne. Um, and it really affected me, affected my confidence and, um, you know, didn't really want to leave the house without any makeup on. And it kind of just, just overshadowed everything, you know, everything I was doing, I'd always have to plan, you know, when I go out, spend 20 minutes, do my foundation to try and cover my acne. And it really just kind of ruled my life. Um, and with that, and by the time I'd reached about 17 years old, by the, by that time I hadn't started my period so um, we kind of got tests done and with those two symptoms and the fact that I already had a history of PCOS in my family um, I it wasn't a surprise when I got diagnosed with PCOS which is polycystic ovarian syndrome um, they're two you know big symptoms or big indicators um, of PCOS so it's been a really long journey of me trying pretty much everything I've tried supplements different ways of eating different exercise plans all sorts of things in an effort to try and um, regulate my cycle and in an effort to um, you know calm down my cystic acne so I feel like I've tried everything but one thing that I have always over the years been consistent with um, is herbal teas and I found so much um, so much benefit and um I found that it's regulated my symptoms uh, regulated my cycle so much more than anything else and also helps really um 
ease my and calm down my cystic acne. So through trying all these different teas um, and herbal teas and blends, um, I found that these have really helped to regulate my cycle. And I've done so much research over the past few years into the benefits of these of these specific herbs on the menstrual cycle, whether that be for um, regulating the cycle, whether that be for um, easing menstrual cramps um, or increasing ovulation, um, sorry, improving ovulation or um, improving mood, um, which a lot of women can, can really suffer from, um, you know, mood swings in the luteal phase. Um, so yeah, so I found that these herbs, you know, really helped a lot and I found myself recommending them to a lot of my female friends who experience, you know, menstrual, menstrual issues. So yeah, that's kind of where it started and I've been working on it for coming up to a year now. Um, and it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just something that, um, yeah, it's just kind of, I, it's something that I use. So I thought, you know, why not, can't, why can't I send this message to other women and let them experience the benefits of herbal teas as well um, and start to get more in tune with our menstrual cycle and cyclical living and the benefits that we can get from cyclical living so yeah that's where it kind of came from <laughs> it's, it's a long answer <laughs> that was so beautiful I loved how you said that you you used these teas and these herbal blends for for your own personal experience and from there you're like well, why can't I now share this with everybody around me? And I feel like that's the most powerful part of any, any kind of healing modality, whether it's herbalism, whether it's cyclical living, whether it's inner work, like all these different healing modalities is that when we come from a place of personal experience, all of a sudden, like this new portal opens and, and all this information and wisdom gets collected from our body and from our experience that we can then share with others. And I think that that's honestly, like when in our society, how we like value how we value like book smarts, you know, like <laughs> going to school, getting the book smarts. I think that we're seeing this change and this change of pace recently that of a valuing personal experience, like actually valuing having an experience with these things that we learn. And just yeah. the fact that, that not only like you have like these, this deep knowledge around these herbs, but also you have this personal experience. I just feel like that is such an inspiring aspect of your business and of any business and any healing modality that just always blows my mind. Whenever I hear people talking about it, of, of how their personal experience inspired what they're doing today. And it, it's just so beautiful. Oh, well, I mean, a hundred percent, I'd certainly resonate more to um, you know, small businesses where it does come from an authentic place. And this is something that has genuinely helped me. I've been my own guinea pig for years. Um, and yeah, so I know, I know from my own experience, <clears throat> from my own experience, the benefits that this has. Um, and I'm really passionate about sharing it with other women. I've, I've, I'm constantly, you know, going on with my friends about all the different ways to regulate their cycle and improve their menstrual issues. Um, so I thought, you know what, this is something that I know that helps me. Why not share it with other women? So, yeah. I love that. My business came out of the same place where I... I had started doing cyclical living on my own. I stepped onto my own inner work journey. And then as I was doing that, I was like, oh man, like more people need to know about this. Like, this is so life-changing that this needs to be shared with others. And that was the same place that my business got 
that blossomed from. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a, a very, I feel like it's a very powerful energy for, for creation to come out of when we're, when we're really deep in our own journey within these different healing modalities. So I had a question for you, for anybody who heard that you have PCOS and are like, you know, I've been curious about that or a doctor's mentioned it in the past. Could you um, explain what PCOS is to the best of your ability? So PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome and it's basically, um, it can be diagnosed by an imbalance of hormones and it can be diagnosed by certain symptoms. So quite often it can run in the family. Um, It can be genetic. So in my case it is, Um, but it can be, um, uh, you can, it can be symptomized by certain different things, which could be acne, like this hormonal cystic acne. It could be mood swings. It could be, um, loss of a period so or never even starting a period which is the case of me I don't think I started my period till I was about 17 which is quite late um it can also be um it uh, could be um skin tags on the body so I don't know if you've ever heard of those before but um yeah so skin like I have them just like on my underarm next to like my side boob and um, so I've had those since I was a little kid um actually so that even just from a young age there's a symptom there um and also it can be um a lot of hair as well on the body um it can be quite often an increase in testosterone in the body which in turn can produce a lot of excess hair on the body so um like I've got that quite hairy arms and I've got big eyebrows and I've got a lot of hair on my head so um yeah so a lot of those symptoms can um, be indicators of PCOS um, but there are, although a lot of women say PCOS or naturopaths and doctors have said that PCOS isn't curable, it's certainly maintainable. Um, and you can certainly improve symptoms through diet, through lifestyle, um, through ways of exercising. And there are certainly more and more research resources um, popping up, especially online of this community of women with PCOS um, coming together to to discuss holistic and more natural ways of improving our symptoms, um, whether that be through diet, exercise, um, you know, our lifestyle, routine, um, many different things that can impact PCOS. Um, but yeah, but it, I mean, it affects one in 10 women. So it is quite, you know, it does affect a lot of women. Um, so if, you know, anybody listening does have any of these symptoms, then I'd certainly recommend going to see a naturopath and getting some tests done. Um, so, yeah. I love that. That is so amazing. You know, I've never heard anybody explain it that clearly. So I really want to thank you for, for that beautiful explanation. And if like, like uh, Charlotte said, if anyone's listening and they're like, oh, you know, I've been feeling into all these things. This is a great invite to, to go see a holistic specialist, to go see a naturopath and someone who can help you navigate all that, all that you're moving through right now. I also got my period when I was 17. So as soon as I heard you say that, I was like, yes, I don't actually know a ton of people personally. Um, who had that same experience. So whenever I, I hear someone having that experience, I'm like, oh, I feel you. I got you. <laughs> I know how that feels too. <laughs> um, and I'm sure there are many, many people who have that experience. Um, so if anybody here is like, yeah, I got my period when I was late and I just need to talk about it. We are here to talk about it. 
Yeah, it can be a really like isolating thing as well, especially when you're at school and all these other girls are starting their periods and you have no idea, you know, no idea into that side of things and no idea what's going on. So yeah, it can be pretty isolating and you're saying, oh, you know, what's wrong with me? So yeah. I know, right? I end up having my, my mom and my sister both got their periods really late also. So I end up, I remember just being a teenager being like, okay, I guess I'll just wait this out and see what happens. Like. it's going to be a surprise when I get it. And it was just like every year being like, okay, nope, that wasn't the year. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't the year either. <laughs> it was just this like long waiting game until I got to 17. Yeah. It will come. <laughs> yeah. It'll come when it's ready. I, I love that mentality too. Cause I feel like that mentality transitions so easily over into our monthly cycles too, like around our bleed and being like, especially if we're, if our bleed one month comes later, because we ovulated later, we are under stress, having that mentality of, you know, when my body's ready, that bleed's going to come. Like my period will come. Mm-hmm. I, I remember before I started my cyclical living journey, every time my period didn't come on the exact day I thought it was going to come, I would run out and buy a pregnancy test like that day. And I'd panic and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant or what's happening. And it ended up, (laughs) it ended up being that I was tracking my cycle wrong. And I thought I had like a 32 day cycle. And at that time I had a 34 day cycle. So it happened every month on day 32. And I was like, my period's not here. And then every month it would come two days later. And and so anybody who's listening, if that ends up happening to you too, cycle tracking could be a really beautiful process to get to know your body and, and find that pattern of when your bleed actually comes. But I, I loved that, that mentality of also just like letting your body do what it needs to do. Like sometimes Sometimes our bleed comes a day or two later and there's nothing wrong. It's just Mm. on its own schedule. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everything has an impact on our cycle, you know, stress throughout that month. It could be our diet, our our lifestyle, our everything has an impact on our cycle. So, you know, if you can, if the impact of tracking your cycle is, it's so beneficial because you can see, what has happened throughout the month oh this might be why my bleed's coming you know a day or two late and it's just it's just such good knowledge to have and it is something that we should be educated more on really I 100% agree and I love how you said that you can kind of look back and be like oh like okay like I know why my period's coming late because there's been so many times where so when we talk about tracking cycles we're talking about tracking like writing down what your emotions are like, what you were doing that day, your energy levels, taking kind of note of what's happening throughout your cycle and your cycle days. Cause what ends up happening is, is when you look back and you're like, you know what, right around the time that maybe I would have been ovulating, I was so stressed out and we were moving homes and life Mm. got turned upside down. You might Mm. be able to look back on that and be like, Oh, you know, my period's going to come a few days late because I was under this stress, right? When I was trying to ovulate, I might've released an egg a few days later. And, um, it really is. It's like, it's like a life hack into understanding your body. Um, yeah. Right. Like, I think it's been, um, it's been said that it's the fifth vital sign, um, which I find super cool. And it is, we just not talk about this at school and it, the knowledge that we can gain from tracking our period and just gaining more understanding into our menstrual cycle is just invaluable knowledge and the menstrual cycle a whole you know our menstrual cycle isn't just our bleed 
you know there's so you know there's these different phases to it that we need to be aware of um in order to fully understand it and use it to our ability to you know to work with it to get the best out of it yes on that note I would love to hear um and for us to dive into this conversation of the different phases within your menstrual cycle and of different herbs that we can um support our bodies and our cycle phases through to help us get the most out of each one of our phases and to help us support our mind body and soul through our our transitioning in our seasons and cycle phases um and I personally I'm not familiar with what herbs help us do that. So I'm so excited to, to hear your experience and your expertise around how we can support our, our cycle phases through herbal teas. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. So, um, I mean, I'll certainly relate it to the ingredients that we use in, um, moon cycle tea. So the first, so they're made up of four teas. So four menstrual phases, that being the menstrual phase, the follicular phase, um, the ovulatory phase, and the luteal phase. So the first one, um, the menstrual phase, two ingredients um, or two herbs that can really help are chamomile and raspberry leaf. Reason being because um, they possess antispasmodic properties. So it really helps to decrease period cramps, which I know a lot of women, including myself, um, have dealt with. Yeah, <laughs> your hand up, yeah. <laughs> um, and also it reduces the impact of um, depressive depressive. Uh, depressive symptoms which I know a lot of us experience um, around menstruation um, red raspberry leaf as well is great for supporting healthy menstruation so they're definitely two herbs that I'd recommend to use um, around your bleed um, and then during the follicular phase um, or as a lot, as a lot of people call it spring um, I'd really recommend nettle leaf um, reason being because it's super high in iron and this supports blood loss that you know you've lost during menstruation um, and then also a, a herb that which is quite a fun herb that we use in our tea but reason being because when you boil it it turns like a really vibrant blue it's really pretty is um, butterfly pea flower um, reason being because it's super high in antioxidants and it just gives a refresh to your energy levels and your stamina you know coming out of menstruation that's a really nice refreshing um herb to use um ovulation i would really recommend red clover um reason being because it increases the cervical mucus and if you are trying to conceive then this is super important um what a lot of women um don't realize if they're not um if they're not in the circle of um, tracking their cycle one thing that can be really beneficial um, and a really good indicator of where you are in your cycle is tracking your cervical mucus because this changes throughout the cycle um, and especially around ovulation this can be a really good indicator when you're ovulating so red clover um, is going to increase that cervical mucus and support healthy ovulation um, also spearmint in ovulation reason being because it helps the production of the luteinizing hormone and the luteinizing hormone is basically a hormone that is released um, in the final moments of ovulation to support estrogen um, and so it helps the body without the luteinizing hormone we wouldn't be able to ovulate so it's super important that we have a good supply of that um, and then also dandelion root because it assists um, fertility by um, supporting the, rib, uh, the liver sorry, and removing toxins from the body. 
Um, so this is super important. A lot of women are estrogen dominant and can experience estrogen um, high levels of estrogen and estrogen dominance um, symptoms like um, really tender breasts, really painful periods. Um, yeah, <laughs> really painful periods and um, also like quite severe mood swings. If this is yourself, then I would certainly look into um, possibly getting your estrogen levels checked. Um, so the liver is actually the, the powerhouse that removes estrogen and excess toxins from the body. So it's really important that we assist in the liver in doing its job. Um, and then the last one is the luteal phase. Um, and a really important herb that I'm, I'm sure a lot of women may have heard of already is um, chastberry or vitex or agnus castus. It's got quite a few different names. Um, and this helps to lengthen the luteal phase and it also boosts progesterone levels. So progesterone is the dominant hormone um, of the luteal, um, the luteal half of your cycle. And what progesterone does is it basically keeps you safe. It slows you down and um, keeps you indoors. And this might be the part of your cycle where you just want to sit in front of the TV, in your trackies, eating comfort food. And the reason that progesterone does that is because um, it's basically protecting you in case a pregnancy has occurred from ovulation. So, you know, the body is super, super clever in that way. Um, and then chatsberry also regulates mood as well. Um, so, yeah, so they were, they're the main herbs that we use in Moon Cycle Tea. And also I have found the most beneficial herbs using in, um, in my menstrual cycle. And I've really, you know, seen the benefits of those. That was, I was sitting back here and I feel like my mind was just blown with, <laughs> with how all of these tea, how all of these herbs just directly support each of the inner seasons and each of these cycle phases and what's happening in our body. And I was like sitting here being like, Ooh, you know what? I need that one. Like, Oh yeah, I have estrogen dominance. Let me get some of that inner summer tea. And like all of these things you were talking about, um, I was just feeling mind blown. So guys, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Like this is this, these herbs could really support me head over to Charlotte's website because she has all of them available for you. Um, and I, I loved, I just loved how, how each herb fully supported the hormones happening in each cycle. And I would love to hear your, your opinion and your take on, on using herbal teas in conjunction with like cyclical living and honoring the shifts of energy and emotions within each season and how those partner together um, to help us like really connect deeply to our cycle. Cause I know, I know some things that, that focus a lot just on like the physical healing aspects. Um, mm -hmm. And then other people who focus just on like the energetic healing aspects. And I feel like just hearing you talk about them, they both intertwine so well together of like supplementing with herbal teas that support your hormones while also honoring each one of your cycle phases and cyclical living. And I would love to just hear your opinion and your take on, on, on those two together of honoring the changes in your energy and how you go about your life, as well as supplementing with herbal teas. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I know we spoke a little bit about this um, prior to the recording, but I mean, something that I'm super, um, super passionate about is the fact that 
we live in such a patriarchal society where we don't honor our bodies and you know women biologically our hormones reset every cycle so every you know let's say every 28 days for example um whereas a men's a man's hormone a male hormones they reset every 24 hours and that just shows you what a, a patriarchal world we live in where we're expected to show up every day at the same level with the same enthusiasm and energy levels um, and same motivation for life um, when really biologically for women that just is not the case and really doing so just works is working against our body rather than working and working with it so not only do you know would those herbs help to support the different phases and the um the highs and lows of the cycle and the different unique characteristics but it's also taking five just to be in the moment be present and slow down and just you know a lot of women find that um you know taking taking drinking herbal tea you know you take that time more and we have some really beautiful um beautiful tasting herbs like lemongrass and aniseed um, and peppermint in these teas and it's just so I want to say like luxurious it's just so some of these herbs are really beautiful um they smell beautiful and like I said with the butterfly pea flower it's so pretty it's a vibrant blue and it really just encourages you to slow down take five and just you know listen to your body and even even on the back of our of our packets we have a little blurb about um you know what is going on in that part of the cycle it could be you know in your ovulatory phase about that you're feeling super energetic and creative and bold so even just that reminder you know when you are drinking the teas just to read that and say oh okay I'll check in this is where I'm at in my cycle this is how I might be feeling um I think that's super important Oh, that was amazing. Yes. How, how we have these moments of like being able to slow down and just check in with ourselves when we're drinking a glass of tea. And mm-hmm. I love how you partnered that together. I I'm going to be completely honest. When I asked that question, I was like, I'm so curious to hear her take on it. And I had no idea what direction I was going, going in. And as soon as you said how, how not only do you get the, the physical benefits of these herbal teas, but the act of drinking tea helps you slow down to take a moment, to take inventory of where you are in your cycle. My mind was like, yes, I didn't even think of that. Like that is such an important part and such like a beautiful ritualistic aspect of drinking tea that it does mm. make you pause. And it can be this luxurious, beautiful experience of not only connecting to these herbs in nature, but connecting to your own body and and taking a moment to see how you actually feel. And I was just thinking about to personal experience and, and I grew up like drinking tea at night. Like we always drink, we always drink like relaxing tea, herbal tea before we went to sleep. And, Mm -hmm. and I just remember being a kid, like looking at the tea and it was warm and the mist was warm coming off of the cup and it just tasted so delicious and so luxurious and just being able to sit there and take that moment to slow down and wind down and for me it was before going to sleep but but you're right there's this really healing intentional mindful action that comes from the act of drinking tea that that helps us connect deeper to our energy and to to what's happening within our body, within our mind and within our soul during that inner season. And that was just, that was such a beautiful, that was such a beautiful take on that. Thank you for that. No, that's fine. I think it is certainly like, like you said, it's a, it is like a ritual 
um, you know, drinking tea. And I think drinking tea as opposed to, for example, coffee, for example, coffee is associated with waking you up and living quite fast paced. And, you know, you drink it on the go and, you know, you get it pre-work and, Whereas tea, it's got different, um, you associate different things with it, you know, slowing down, like you said, having it before, before you go to sleep. It's about slowing down and, you know, appreciating and being a little bit more present. Yes. You know, you're inspiring me right now. I was thinking about it as you're talking about that. You're totally inspiring me now, like in each inner season, like I have these moments, like I kind of, I, I live my life in alignment with all of my different cycle phases. So everything from my business to how I interact with people to like everything that I do is, is in alignment with my cycle. And, and as you were talking about that, I was like, you know, I don't actually have an intentional routine that involves tea currently. Like Mm -hmm. I I have intentional routines outside of that. And just the aspect of adding that, that slowing down of, of drinking herbs that support my body and of tea just feels like such a, it's like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like the, it's like luxury. It's like that, that little, like giving yourself five minutes of a mini retreat within your life of just sitting down, drinking tea, connecting to your body and your cycle. Um, and having that like mini vacation or that mini pause within the chaos of life that is always bubbling around us. And, Mm. and something so simple as like a glass, a cup of tea, that supports your body can turn into such a powerful ritual on a daily or weekly basis. hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's something to, like you said, it is a, a luxurious experience and it's something that like, I even look forward to doing. I know like if I've had like a long day, I look forward to, okay, I get to sit down, relax on the sofa, have my herbal tea or have my hot cacao, whatever it might be. And just, just take five and it is a luxurious experience even the smells of it and yeah it's um that's definitely another benefit of herbal tea and something that I've always associated herbal tea with oh I love that so much there was something else that you said that as soon as you said it, I was like yes this is so important it was where you said how we're expected to have the same motivation of life every single day. Mm-hmm. And that like, that really clicked in my head because I was like, you know, I know so many people who, when they're not feeling motivated, so many women that when they're not feeling motivated, they beat themselves up because they're like, well, I was so motivated last week. Or like, I was really on the roll and I was getting everything done. And then all of a sudden I don't feel motivated anymore. And, and it's really beautiful noticing how our motivation within life and whatever we're doing shifts <laughs> from cycle day to cycle day or, or, cycle phase to cycle phase and, and being able to honor that and be like, you know, I don't need to be at the, that like very peak of my motivation every single day. I can give myself time to rest. I can give myself time to think and reflect. Like I can give myself to, to have those like super motivated days and have those days where I'm resetting and restoring my body and my mind. And I just, I loved that terminology, that motivation for life, that, that phrase just really clicked when I, when I heard you say that, and it it really is something that our society promotes us to be in this like constant motivated, urgent, going, going, going aspect of life. And, and that when we reclaim our cycle, we can take a step back and be like, actually, I can be just as motivated in my life without having this like urgent drive every single day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something that we are not taught at school, um, about the fact that our cycle does have this, 
unique characteristics throughout it and we're not told about these different feelings and emotions and energy levels that completely change throughout the cycle and when we do start to learn and gain more knowledge on our menstrual cycle it becomes so much easier um, to understand why we're feeling a certain way and to understand why you know one day when you're ovulating for example why you might feel on top of the world and killing it at work and killing it in your relationships and just being able to smash everything and go for these great workouts and do everything and be the, the do-it-all woman and then the next day it's you know it's it's even hard just to get out of bed and brush your teeth <laughs> but um knowing things like that just gives you so much more it it really is just um just imperative knowledge that we really should be taught from from really I mean as soon as we can start to learn <laughs> that we should be able to um track our cycles and it's super important as well for um not only us but our partners to know as well so that they can have more of an understanding of where we are why we're feeling a certain way at a certain part of the cycle maybe we might be feeling a bit more sensitive or you know when we're ovulating we might be feeling a bit more um uh, social and a bit more confident and keen to you know go out and having knowledge of this cycle can i mean I say plan, but I know you can't plan your entire life around your cycle, but it gives you a little bit more leeway um, and you can make a little bit more just adjusting here and there of when you might plan things. You know, maybe you might plan to go and see your friends or have a night out, maybe, you know, when you're not in your luteal phase of your cycle, because you know when it comes to it, you're not gonna want to, you're just gonna want to stay inside watching Netflix. So um it, it really is super crucial that we we know what's going on in our cycle and it can assist us you know so well and we can really reap the benefits of it and like I said earlier it really is the fifth vital sign yeah it really is it really is and that's whenever I talk to people and they're like oh it's just your menstrual cycle or it's just your period I'm like I'm, I'm I always like talk about that and be like actually this is like one of the vital signs for a woman's body like this when you go to a doctor this is why they ask you how's your period when was the last time you got your period it really is uh, an indicator of our overall health is how our menstrual cycle is feeling and doing and I loved how you were saying how each inner season we, we, we have these different energies. We have these different characteristics of ourselves. And whenever someone comes to me saying that they're really deep in self-judgment or they're just moving through so much anger right now around their cycle or, or in their premenstrual phase, the first thing we always do is we always slow down and we start tracking their cycle because it's like, once you have this knowledge and once you realize that like these predictable patterns of when you're going to have high energy, when you're probably going to have lower energy, when those mood swings start coming on, when you feel emotionally stable, all of a sudden you, you have this map in front of you of, of you, like you have this map of understanding yourself that when you look at it, you can be like, Oh, you know what? I don't need to judge myself for not being that do it all woman today, because I'm actually in a different phase. Like, let me explore my strengths and superpowers in this new phase and see how that makes me feel. And, and often when we do that, we, we end up feeling way more balanced and inspired just because we're working with our strengths in each inner season. And like Charlotte said, instead of pushing against our body, we're working with it. And it's just so powerful to see how these emotional shifts that we move through living in our society, that's very fast paced, how, how a lot of that can be very, uh, 
how working with your cycle can be very healing to help us understand our emotions and work through them. And whenever I talk about it, I, I I'm so passionate about this topic. Um, and Charlotte, and I were like talking about this right before the podcast. We were like, we're just so passionate about all things cyclical living. And I know we could be having this conversation for hours if we weren't on a podcast episode right now. <laughs> Something that really just offset cyclical living for me and really opened my eyes was the book Period Power by Maisie Hill. I don't know if you've heard of it. She's um, an author based in the UK and it just, it's like, it's just, wow. Her book is incredible. It's just, she tells you exactly what's going on and so many points that she says, you just resonate with and like, wow, that is me. You know, I understand now why I experience these different mood changes, why I've experience these different energy levels changes throughout the month and it just makes so much sense and it was just such clarity reading that book and that's really what you know started my cyclical living journey oh I love that I love that yes if you guys are listening and you're like I want to dive into more of that go get Maisie Hill's book period power she also just came out with a new book it was perimenopause yes power, I think yeah I really want to read that one too. I am super excited to get that and read that as well. Um, but, but she is amazing. She, she also has a really great Instagram account. (laughs) Yeah. She's super funny as well. Her book is really down to earth and I love how she describes estrogen as the Beyonce hormone, because when it's, when you're, um, when your estrogen's at its highest, you're super social and confident and sexy. And I love that. I just thought that was so great. Oh, I love that too. I love that she's pairing things that like we see in pop culture and being like, yep, this is it. And it just makes it click on a whole nother level. Yeah, 100%. I love that. Okay. Well, Charlotte, if people are listening to this and they're like, I need those teas. I feel like I'm resonating with everything you're talking about right now. I want to have that luxurious reset moment with my tea every day. I want to have tea that supports my inner seasons and what's happening in my body. How can they best contact you, order your teas? What is the best way to, to have an experience with you and the beautiful teas you make? Yeah, of course. So we um, have Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at MooncycleTea. Um, and then our website is www.mooncycletea.com. Um, any questions that you have, just send us a DM on Instagram. I know any questions, I'll always go back to you and explain everything to the best of my knowledge. Um, so yeah, so any questions, just let us know. And um, you know, we do ship worldwide. We're based in the UK, but um, we'll do our best certainly to get it out to everybody so that everyone can experience the benefits. <laughs> Awesome. And I'll drop all those links in the show notes. So it's nice and easy for you guys to go access them. And Charlotte, do you have any last words or any last statement or thing that you would like to share with our audience today? Um, Something that I would love to like leave with is the fact that um, I'd love to encourage women to listen to their body more. Um, and instead of ignoring symptoms or just putting a band-aid on symptoms maybe listening to what our body is trying to tell us and working with our body rather than against it beautiful so beautiful thank you so much for those last words Charlotte thank you so much for being here sharing your wisdom talking about herbs with us going into all these beautiful details thank you so much for being here on the podcast No, thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed chatting with you. 
Oh, me too. And to all of our listeners, thank you guys so much for being here, listening through this podcast. This was so much fun diving into herbs in your cycle. And I hope you go check out Charlotte's website and Moon Cycle Tea and start exploring this beautiful connection between your body, between plants and herbs and how you can be supporting yourself in every phase of your cycle. So I can't wait to see you guys on our next podcast episode. And I'm sending you so much love. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with us today. This podcast truly lights me up and I hope that it lit up your day with some inspiration too. If you are loving this episode, I invite you to head over to the show notes and sign up for my emailing list. Not only will you get a free cycle tracking guide, which is amazing and completely life-changing by the way, (laughs) but you will also get a new podcast episode delivered directly to your inbox every week so you don't miss any of the magic. I want to hear from you too. So what topics would you like us to cover this season? And what are you super excited about? This podcast is really about you and inspiring and empowering you in your life. So I want to know what you want to hear. I would love for you to come visit me over on my Instagram at Lilia, L-I-L-I-A underscore Gestin, G-E-S-T-S-O-N. And on my website, liliagestin.com. Let's connect and get to know each other. I'm sending you so much love in your day and I will see you on our next episode.